Know your neighbor. It's not asking much. Simple, humane, and we'd like to think a logical approach. Welcome and thanks for joining us. Know Your Neighbor is a platform for constructive but brutally honest discussion on varying perspectives of race relations. Yes, it can often be viewed as complex, and to be fair, it probably is. We're approaching it in a simple way, by having a conversation about it, allowing perspectives that oppose our own, and listening to understand. The aim? To know your neighbor. This simple gesture should be better for us all. Hi, my name is Keenan Carlsa. I'm a South African currently living in the United Kingdom. Being outside of South Africa has actually just made me realize more how much I love it. How's it and welcome to all the listeners. Wandi Limatondo here, born and raised in KZN Mlazi, now living in Johannesburg. Trust you guys will enjoy the podcast. And I'm Aubrey Rue, a 32-year-old Afrikaans-speaking white guy living in Cape Town. We're talking about interracial relationships tonight, um, and it's been quite a while since we've had Wandile in the conversation. So, Wandi, firstly, welcome back. Happy to be back. I've missed it. Yeah, it's good to have you here again, Wandi. Absolutely. And growth sounds good. Uh, we, we might have to ask you more about that uh, as, as we go along. Cool, guys. So, um, Kenny, I, I actually think you might be the best person to kind of kick us off here tonight. Uh, just because of your marriage and um, maybe just to give some context and give us a bit of kind of insight into your experience of being in a, in an interracial relationship um, and how, well, how you've experienced it, how you've seen others experience it. Um, what's been interesting to see what's been tough to see I'm, I'm sure there's so many different aspects to it so maybe you kind of kick us off with your your take on it all yeah no definitely happy to share because yeah this is the life that i'm living you know being in an interracial relationship my wife being uh caucasian or white and uh, me being colored from south africa and I think it's also maybe um, how this topic came about is we have mentioned it a few times, you know, in some of our discussions, you know, uh, uh, lightly touched on it. Uh, but yeah, for me, um, being in an interracial relationship, you know, uh, I know it's termed that, but for me, it's just a relationship because uh, yeah, my wife and myself, um, yeah, we've got such a, a good relationship and um, sometimes literally not 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 this is not like just saying it in a in a in a in a way of speaking right but sometimes we literally forget like we from different races which i think is the way that it should be because we are all in any case just human right and maybe just one silly example that uh, that i can um, mention with that is a family member on my side um uh, some of my extended family once like uh, posted something on on uh, Facebook and it was kind of like you know like a bit touchy you know to in terms of like almost like making an accusatory um, uh, statement against white people then I just had to ask him you know like that thing that you said there now how would you feel if you said that to Jess which is my wife now and the person was like oh I'll have to think about that a little bit because I kind of forgot that Jess is white you know so uh, it's just a it's just a, a testament to to how our relationship, the 
the values and the foundation that is built upon, you know, although we're from um, different races, um, we literally just see each other as, um, as human beings. And um, of course, there is like a, a few cultural differences and things like that. Uh, but it's all things that we've dealt with over the years and things that we have, we have, um, I think sometimes intentionally tried to work through and discuss as a, as a couple. Uh, and of course, uh, you know, um, being in certain environments, the environments does have an effect on our relationship because I guess, you know, where we met each other was in Bloemfontein, which is like, uh, if out of all of South Africa, like it's more of the conservative side, you know, the, you, you, you kind of like get a few, few stairs and those kind of things. And maybe also just to throw it out there while we like going to discuss this topic now, you know, when Jess and myself started dating, um, we started dating in, in Bloemfontein, South Africa and walked around in malls and stuff and everything was fine. You know, you know every now and then you get the odd um, stare from people. But we actually one time had this uh, old woman <laughs> come walk up to us and he spoke to my wife and he was an Afrikaans. Now, I hope you understand one day. I'll inter interpret afterwards or translate rather. Um, he was to my wife, me and my kind, he can't eat that anyway. And he literally came up to strangers, uh, seeing a, a white girl with a, with a, with a colored guy. And he was to her, no, my girl, you can't be doing this. And, uh, it was just really taken aback. Um, how actually we kind of forget about the fact that we're from different races, but then when you get into certain environments, um, the fact that people still see you through your, through just your skin color is, is still a fact that you have to deal with, even though it's not an issue for us, not an issue at all, you know? Uh, we make sure that if there's things that uh, maybe we don't understand or or things that we we um is not um part of say for instance my culture or her culture or her background you know her experiences then we always talk about it and, and we manage to get to a place where we get to a certain understanding and about how things work but then there's always the external factors of the environment that you find yourself in that does have an, an effect on you and um to be honest sometimes it's not nice but uh, for us, the thing that's the most important is um, that we always remember that it's the two of us that are in a relationship, you know. And although there's influences from the outside, we always need to make sure that we keep our relationship strong. And and even though it, it, it could even be things um, from family, close family, that uh, might become an issue for us, right, if we, if we wanted it to become an issue. But we just need to remember that we need to work on our relationship for ourselves. And then things that are external, if it's important, we can discuss it. But most of the time, if it's things that's going to um, disrupt us or, you know, cause strife in our relationship, we always just choose to kind of bat it and, and, and not give too much attention to it. Because it's just, a, I think, um, a kind of mindset that you need to to make that they to have, that there will be certain influences and certain people that might not understand everything that's happening and certain people that still have a certain mindset that you have to be aware of. Um, but yeah, from our side, yeah, we happily, happily married now for, for nine years going on 10. It's almost a decade, guys. You all can't believe it. <laughs> uh, and we've been, we've been together since 2009. So that's 12 years of, of being in a relationship with someone from a different race. Mm. Yeah, Kenny, um, resonate a lot with a lot of what you're saying. And I think as you're talking, I'm also realizing how we have actually in, in a lot of other episodes kind of touched on parts of this conversation nice that we're focusing on it tonight um and one day i'm actually it's reminding me that at some stage 
you made a comment about a conversation that you had with a friend of yours who was saying that um, within the different black cultures, uh, it's easier to, this friend was saying, he thinks that it's easier to marry someone of the same culture as yourself, as in Zulu man with a Zulu woman and uh, also a man with a, also a lady, etc. Um, so I'm, I'm interested to, to hear your thoughts. Obviously, that was a conversation that was had with a friend a while ago. Um, just, yeah, what are your thoughts on that, um, given that conversation? Because I actually think in that episode, we said we should pick up on that again at some stage. Yes, yes. Yeah, I think firstly on just the, the topic in general, and I was during my thinking process during today and yesterday and so forth, uh, and now listening to Keenan as well, I think what the biggest thing that stands out for me in this whole thing is that it seems like 89% of the time when there's issues around interracial dating, it's always, the issues always stem from people who are not in the relationship, you know? So be it a stranger a stranger um, who stops you in the mall to sort of throw a comment like that or in some cases family members or friends and so forth. Um, there's just something in that that kind of bothers and annoys me because <laughs> it really isn't any of your business then, you know, like you've lived your life and made the decisions you've made. Um, so to sort of feel as though you are entitled to kind of stop a stranger and give your take towards what they are trying to sort of do, which is also not a positive take at that. Yeah, just, you know, kind of almost want to tell people where to get off. You know? <laughs> um, so, yeah, but I think overall, I do foresee there being some challenges. I, I think to some part, I do agree with that friend that I had the conversation with in terms of just from, from the, the aspects of cultural differences. For one, I, um, we all get raised different to believe certain things. Um, and I think already within the black community across the different tribes, there's already enough friction in most cases. So I think once you sort of cross beyond that, there's bound to be challenges, you know, um, even further. But I think what I like about Keenan is just, it seems like you and Jess have a very progressive mindset towards your situation, you know. Um, I don't think you, you're acting naive to what you have in terms of the differences of, of your races and so forth, but it seems like you both are sort of set towards just going forward and building together, not really getting too caught up in, in all the negativity um, surrounding interracial dating. And I was thinking now as I'm listening to Keenan, knowing each of us here, it's very likely that we're all pro or we all don't have issue with interracial dating, you know. Um, it would have been nice to get that um from Bloemfontein on the call, actually, as well, just <laughs> to actually get. I, his I think that that um would have got a bit heated, yeah, because um, me and Jess have been together for nine years now, so he's commentating. Work <laughs> <this> time, <right>? <laughs> <laughs> I'm married to yes to a a white woman, but she's in South Africa. There's also differences historically between like Afrikaans white people and English mm. white people mm. and I'm married to an English white lady <laughs> so there are also differences mm. but even if I was married to an Afrikaans girl lady 
there there were going to be differences because if you grow up even in the Western Cape versus growing up in Gauteng, it's different. So, you know, so people do things differently. I, I remember I actually dated a girl from uh, from Bloemfontein, and the smallest things. I mean, uh, somewhere along the line in dating, you you decide either like I like these differences or I don't. And if you don't, you need to either decide you're going to kind of work on bringing those differences together or the relationship isn't going to continue. And it's like that with any relationship, regardless of, <laughs> of race, you know? So yeah. Um, the point is you, you guys are actively sure. working at it as anyone in a relationship has to actively work on your relationship. Otherwise it will fail. Yeah. Anyway. Sure. I think in 2021, there's a, a more, more of an acceptance of interracial relationships. I, for instance, look at myself living in London, right? Uh, I spoke about the environment early a little bit. We definitely don't get any stairs or anything like that over here. Um, but then you still get that pockets of, of the world where you like um, find it, find a few more stairs and those kind of things. So I think also with, um, I wouldn't say that interracial relationships is, is much of an issue anymore. But um, I think still for the people that are, are in the actual relationships, it's, 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 it's just a case of like um, people trying to to get past some of the differences that you might have. Because um, just just from our personal experiences now as well, there is certain things that, that pop up that if you decide that this is going to be an issue now, it can become an issue, right? Because uh, small little things, because um, I know I might be saying a few personal things now, but same was like, my wife and myself, like, you know, in terms of financial um, background, that's vastly different, you know. I'm always the one that's telling my wife, listen, turn the tap off or switch the lights off, those kind of things, because that wasn't considerations for her, like, when she grew up, because literally um, our financial backgrounds are vastly different, you know. So um, in that sense, uh, there's always small little things, like you said now, and it, it's again, it's 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 not necessarily a, a case of um, race, but um, if we do look look in, at South Africa as a country, and our um, podcast mm. focuses on South Africa, um, when you look at at interracial relationships, it can be the case in in many instances. I think what what kind of helps us in in our situation yeah. as well is that both of us are kind of understanding of the other person mm. i'm saying understanding now because i i think in, in each relationship there is going to be someone that that takes like the the lead almost and, and and just to be honest like we in a we from like a christian background so i take great responsibility on myself to lead our our um, household and so forth right not that my wife is like my slave or anything in our house just to put that out put that disclaimer out there but i do feel the responsibility to lead our, our house and and um, I think that also kind of helps us to deal with with certain situations. The fact that there is a form of leadership almost. Um, no, I'm going to say it because that is the case. There is a, a leadership in, in our relationship where, where my wife does does um, does respect me in that way, where, where when we have things that we discuss, that she understands that like um, the aim for me is never to like just put her down or not put her down. Um not to like let her be able to like raise her, her opinion on certain things, but like my aim is always to lead us well. And say for instance, if there's things that we disagree with in terms of 
how she sees it or how I see it and if that might be um, based on uh, on our lived experiences being um, colored or, or white. Um, it's never going to be a, a case that, that I'm just ignoring her. But um, my wife does understand that like, I'm trying to to lead us well, so that means that um, I will try like make decisions for us, which she is involved in making the decision. But when we come to that conclusion, it will be me taking responsibility for the for the choice, right? So my wife kind of we have that understanding that I'm not trying to put you down, and it's not my my influences from a colored background that is dominating your your experiences now. Say for instance, but we also have that other element of understanding the the dynamics of our relationship and 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 kind of like my wife knowing that whenever there's decisions that we have to make and say for instance we don't agree and I take a leadership role in the decision that it'll never be a case that I'm trying to armor or just um disregard what she's got got, got to say or whatever values is one in my mind one of the compartments of like a good relationship doesn't matter if that's with a friend of mine or a colleague or even in a business like values yep. have to align um yep. they don't always but in successful ones there is an alignment of values and time spent is important and then like actively working in that time that is spent towards building something that's fruitful for everyone um who's part of that and as I'm ticking, and, and then you mentioned environment. So, so obviously when you're in a relationship, you're creating a kind of environment that is one that you are both happy with. And like with us who, who we've just had a son or you know, our first child and um, a big conversation we went, we had going into that big life move was you know, what is the kind of environment that we want to create? And I'm now mentioning quite a few things and there are probably more. But the point that I'm trying to make is doesn't matter who the two individuals or the 50 individuals in an organization is, the essence of what those things are remain consistent. Regard yeah. And therefore, what you started with, the thing of race, we're just human beings. Race is actually not even a factor. Um, sure. Just all of a sudden gets put into absolute perspective if you just apply a bit of logic to it to me there might be people like the woman bloemfontein that uh, yeah. disagrees but that's just how i'm seeing it and uh, sorry uh, just to latch onto what you're saying now um just the fact that i mentioned the christian element of of keenan right so i'm speaking in the third person that sounds so weird anyways um my wife also subscribes to that um, way of life and that uh, value system, right? So I think that's also a place where even though Keenan is colored, Jessica is white, that uh, that 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 fundamental thing of being Christian is something that is important to both of us. So that's the kind of values that um, that we could easily agree to, you know. So that is a common a common uh, common factor in both of our lives, which makes almost I don't want to say irrelevant. But um, it almost like um, smooths over all the differences that we might have in terms of uh, racial experiences, you know. So, um, yeah, man, values are important. I don't know. I just, I'm still caught on the points you made earlier, Abu, um, where you basically highlighted how 
a lot of the issues that are being listed aren't really cultural or racial issues. It's just individual individuals trying to sort of get to know one another and I guess the pains that come with that, you know. So I'm I'm stuck here now, busy trying to figure out uh, what is it about the human psychology that basically if a interracial relationship were to not work, what would be what what makes a human psychology almost jump to make the racial and cultural differences the issue? Very good question, Wendy. If I had been in an interracial relationship and then ha- having had it not worked out, I'm sure I would have tapped into some part of my brain that would justify it because of things that might be cultural differences. But in actual fact, regardless of race, it could have been an issue with any other human being type of thing. Yeah. I, I'll make an example. I'm That's very, <laughs> I'm very fussy. <laughs> And just like Keenan said, it's not a matter of like being um, having a slave in your home or whatnot. But I appreciate a female partner who is, for example, is able to wake up in the morning and just simply make a bed. Right. Uh, like even when I sleep by myself, I wake up in the morning, I make a bed. So if you happen to be sharing your space with somebody, I think for me, it's very important that that person is able to wake up in the morning, just make the bed and sort of continue with the day. And Whereas, for example, typically in the mind, right, you expect that perhaps uh, a South African white female would maybe have grown up with a helper at home who probably took care of that part of their lives for a large part, where they never had to worry about waking up and making a bed. You just wake up, go take a shower and come back a bed as may type of thing. Um, if I were to date a white female and then they wouldn't have that element or tick that box necessarily, that for me would potentially have been something for me to actually leave, a reason for me to leave. And I could have, I would have then sort of said, it's an issue of culture and race. We aren't raised the same. Meanwhile, in actual fact, I can assure you there are Zulu women who actually would be the same, you know, who would be the same, who perhaps don't make their own beds for whatever Mm. reason and so forth and so forth. So that's just what I'm trying to sort of process in my mind now is like, what makes me go that route to sort of jump to making it a a, a different racial issue, whereas it's just human differences overall. Yeah. Um, Yeah, Wandi. So just on what what, what you were saying now, just about a small thing of um, making a bed and us being able to convert that to being a cultural difference, right? But I'm just thinking now when you mentioned that example of a bed being made, uh, for instance, for me, something which is culturally 100% a part of a colored culture, right, is having like a a big family sit down meal on a Sunday. Now, for me being um, with my wife, yes, it happens every now and then, but that is not like a a thing of importance to my wife, like on a Sunday. If we eat um, toast on on a Sunday or if we eat a big roast, whatever, it makes no difference though, because that was hundred percent not part of part of um part of how she grew up, right? And for us, like or for me rather, you know, um for me, yes, it it was like a uh a, a thing, but like if you look at it in the big picture, it's such a small thing, you know. So um it's once again, like I said earlier, it's, it's one of those things where literally you as a as a as a 
as one part of that relationship, as a colored person in that relationship. I can now make such a small thing a big issue because it's not done my way. You know, so I think it's it, it comes it comes um back to the to the to the issue where in a relationship always it needs to be fifty fifty and you're not always gonna be able to have your way. So like we've been saying the whole time, actually this thing is just a, a relationship between two different people. And it's always gonna be a case that one of us is gonna have to make some kind of compromise uh in order for us to be happy together because everyone's not the same. So um I I, I I do just think like um, for some people it can become an issue because some people are so fixed to their traditions and is not um, willing to give any leeway in terms of how things are done according to them. So um, <clears throat> I think um, it, it can be very easy for people to make small things, small traditional things an issue if it's not um, done in the right way. Then again, also I, I want to add on top of this is... Um, that tradition is important for some people. And, um, you know, if you come into a relationship where you are with someone from a different tradition, it is also important to respect some things that um, that as a community is regarded as important, you know. So, for instance, now my wife, who's white, who's um, never in her life on an Easter, made like pickled fish for Easter. My wife makes the best pickled fish now. And every single year on Easter, that's something which is, it reminds me of home and is like special to me because, you know, now my white wife is making this and she almost makes it better than I had it when I was growing up. So that's a small little thing where my wife has also gone the extra mile to accommodate me, something that she wasn't used to uh, do over Easter or whatever. But now it's it's a case that, um, you know, she's taking the effort to uh, see the importance of, of that tradition for me personally. So... Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Uh, I I think we really hit onto something here that even though there there is there is things that can be issues in terms of interracial interracial relationships, uh, it's always just the fact that it's two different people coming together in relationships. So you said it. I just quickly want to speak to what Wandile mentioned earlier earlier, and and it's probably something that we can pick up in the next episode um, around the psychology of race which we know at know your neighbors is something that we're actively running towards and kind of you know willing to talk about and willing to build relationship around and have conversation um you've made me wonder now how and, and i think i already know the answer to it is just a question of how often do we make um race the scapegoat because it's it's an easy scapegoat so if we use it in this context, I was in an interracial relationship. It didn't work out. Oh, it's because we were from different races. Meanwhile, there could have been other problems within the relationship that weren't even connected to race. And now, you know, our race is an easy one to put it to, you know. Um, and then let's now take it to the next thing. Now you're in a uh, working environment. And let's use... A completely different example here. So we're a bunch of guys. So let's use ladies. Say, for instance, you work in a in an organization where there's only women. Now you go into that organization and it doesn't work out. And then afterwards you're like, oh, it's because they were all women and I'm a guy. You know. So then you just give the blame to that. Or how many other potential um, things in our daily life where we where we give the 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 blame to to race where it's not necessarily race's fault. And then I think about like 
ego, which plays such a big role in all of like we all have the, have an ego, a narrative that's going on in your head. And it's so easy to make yourself the victim, you know, oh, I'm from that race. So that's the thing. That's the problem. You know, it's just an easy narrative. Now, Abes, um, on what you said now about us creating or using race to create a certain narrative ourselves, whether it be the victim or whether it be an excuse for um, things not being successful. I think it's so important because, no, man, um, us as a society, it's easy because we, we, we often see it where race gets given the, the blame. But uh, <laughs> I'm going to sound like a broken record now. I'm just repeating it. It comes again. It's, it comes back to the individual. So the individual has always has a responsibility in every relationship that they enter into to also bring their part and also understand that you're coming into a relationship with someone who maybe has different experiences. But um, yeah, you have to take responsibility for your own actions, for your own thoughts, for your own um, way of dealing with certain things in whichever relationship you enter into. Mm. Guys, this thing is beyond um, interracial dating. That's fine. <laughs> this topic right now is, <laughs> yeah. And it's, it's not to say we can't now act like racism isn't a thing. Mm. You know, racism does exist. It's a very yeah, real thing. Sure. I sure. have I have had racist encounters where I, I without a doubt, um, can attest to the fact that it was a racial encounter. Mm. But also in saying that, I must also admit that perhaps there ha have been racial encounters where I'm now starting to wonder, well, actually, was it actually racial or was it purely a judgment situation based on just the situation itself as opposed to having anything to do with skin color, you know? Um, yeah, that's kind of like where my mind is just busy mm -hmm. running at the moment. Because I, I think these are the kinds of topics that could be a step towards solving a lot of social issues um, within our spaces. So I think it's a very key conversation to have. Wendy, um, I mean, Keenan mentioned earlier um, how different environments have an impact on um, kind of their, his and Jess's experience of their relationship. And I think the reality remains that we live in a, in a uh, environment at large in the world where, you know, racism has been um, designed in my mind into society well it was at some point designed and purposely executed and it's 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 tail in some cases it's still designed but it's tail in a lot of other cases is still dragging its way along and and you know systemically it, it still lives so yeah absolutely I, I don't think by any stretch of the imagination it doesn't play a role it does um I think there are very constructive steps that can be taken into the right direction if one can get yourself out of a victim space and into a constructive space where the facts and the realities of those um, of that inequality still exists, but you're engaging. Um, 
which is what we're doing here. You know, we're building relationship here. That we, that's what we're doing every time we're on this call. Um, and yeah, so so that's a it's a fine but important balance. Yeah, I think like we've kind of like made it sound a bit rosy because um, uh, this is not me like having a big head now or whatever. But like we've kind of like pinpointed um, my relationship with my wife, and in general, it's a successful one. But there has hundred percent like been racial issues which we kind of like had to deal with as well, and things that uh, really like. Um, it's difficult to process if you are in one of our in one of our um, shoes. I don't want to like divulge all the mm. private like stuff, mm. but there has been uh, certain scenarios where you kind of do you do you do doubt how certain people see you and if they see you as equal, and it's a it's a it's a situation where. You know, like you, I could have potentially, you you can potentially like take that situation and and take it out on your on your partner, on and, and, and my partner. So I, I think for many people who are in interracial relationships, there there is certain racial stuff that comes in some instances from your partner or and comes in some instances from close family members that can become a real issue. That if um, you guys aren't exactly on the same wavelength that's going to be something that is going to be difficult to get past because I mean, you know, um, in, in, in some people's, some people's cases, I know this, that will be more like the case in years gone by, but say for instance, if you had um, one set of parents not being happy with, with the other person yeah. from a different race, you know, that's something really difficult to get past because in some people's uh, situations, they got told, listen, if you do this, you stay with that person, you out of the family, you, yeah. um, uh, ostracized everything so those 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 racial things which are a reality mm. is really difficult to deal with but <laughs> broken record again it's, it's it's up to the individual how they deal with it so those mm. things are challenges in in these relationships uh, and mm. it can be and i believe to, to some extent it still is today if it is if it isn't um to the same level but i do still believe it is there that some people struggle with it um, so it's not like these things don't exist anymore. I just think to a lesser extent. Yeah, because I mean, if any of us had to, if you had to ask yourself, if your folks said to you, um, you know, if you remain with your, because if we say, said earlier in the conversation, race isn't a, a it's not in reality part of what makes a successful relationship or not, um, then essentially the same thing can be applied to my parents now as an example saying to me well if you get married to mish my wife then um you know then you're out of the family <laughs> so if you were in that situation what would you do it's a tough one no it's a matter who you are so and you're right Keenan. there there are a lot of people who deal with that yeah and and and, and just um sorry uh this is now I'm kind of like telling our life story, you know, but in the beginning, um, even from the colored side of, of the equation, there was like people saying, you guys are getting married too young. Um, you guys are like, um, you know, you have, in our case, like, I think I have told the story, but we basically kind of like eloped almost. We didn't really get um, uh, the, the confirmation or the blessing from our parents at that time. So, um, 
uh, all those kind of things and, and people were kind of speaking out against our, us being together or against us being married, I think is more the, the, the case. So, um, yeah, man, there's diff- there's difficult things that we needed to get through and some some stuff that did stem from the fact that we're from different races. So these things are still real even today. I just think to a much lesser extent than it used to be in the past for yeah. some people. Yeah, guys, so I think the essence is that we've, well, certainly that I've gotten out of this is is that it, it remain, relationships are complicated regardless of, you know, who you are and what the backgrounds are because they're two different people coming together. So they, they are complicated as it stands and 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 for the right or the wrong of it or however you look at it, you know, race does add an extra layer of complexity, unfortunately, um, just because of the nature of, of the world. Um, but I think we there's some nice practical um, kind of snippets of, you know, what relationship is. And regardless of if, if that's with someone in a kind of uh, relationship of of uh, like a romantic relationship or if that's with a friend, you know, the essence of what a relationship is remains the same and what's going to make it successful or not. So, um, yeah, thanks. I think from my side, thanks for, for building relationship with me. I appreciate building relationships with you guys. And thanks for, for the time that we dedicate to this to to learn from each other and uh, yeah i really appreciate it thank you